All right, families, time to grab the kids. It's time for Cafford's Children's Liturgy. Welcome, everybody, to Cafford's Children's Liturgy on Radio Maria, England. Hello, and welcome to you all on this Palm Sunday, when we remember how Jesus was welcomed into Jerusalem by crowds of people who waved palms and shouted, Hosanna! We also hear how Jesus was arrested and crucified. So, shall we think a bit more about this today? Yeah. Okay, well let's start our children's liturgy with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ Jesus, show us how to welcome you into our lives as you were welcomed into Jerusalem. May we never turn away from those who need our help. Amen. Well, we have two Gospel readings today because it's a special day today. And they're both from the Gospel of Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. As they approached Jerusalem, near the towns of Bethphage and Bethany, they came to the Mount of Olives. Jesus sent two of his disciples on ahead with these instructions. Go to the village there ahead of you. As soon as you get there, you will find a colt tied up that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it here. And if someone asks you why you are doing that, say that the master needs it and will send it back at once. So they went and found a colt out in the street, tied to the door of a house. As they were untying it, some of the bystanders asked them, What are you doing untying that colt? They answered, just as Jesus had told them, and the crowd let them go. They brought the colt to Jesus threw their cloaks over the animal, and Jesus got on. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches in the field and spread them out on the road. The people who were in front and those who followed behind began to shout, Praise God! God bless him who comes in the name of the Lord. God bless the coming kingdom of King David, our father. Praise be to God. And now let's prepare to have our second gospel reading today. It was now two days before the festival of Passover and unleavened bread. The chief priests and the teachers of the law were looking for a way to arrest Jesus secretly and put him to death. We must not do it during the festival, they said, or the people might riot. Jesus was in Bethany at the house of Simon, a man who had suffered from a dreaded skin disease. While Jesus was eating, a woman came in with an alabaster jar full of a very expensive perfume made of pure nard. She broke the jar and poured the perfume on Jesus's head. Some of the people there became angry and said to one another, what was the use of wasting that perfume? It could have been sold for more than 300 silver coins and the money given to the poor and they criticized her harshly. But Jesus said, leave her alone. 
Why are you bothering her? She has done a fine and beautiful thing for me. You will always have poor people with you. And any time you want to, you can help them, but you will not always have me. She did what she could. She poured perfume on my body to prepare it ahead of time for burial. Now I assure you that wherever the gospel is preached all over the world, what she has done will be told in memory of her. Then Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve disciples, went off to the chief priests in order to betray Jesus to them. They were pleased to hear what he had to say and promised to give him money. So Judas started looking for a good chance to hand Jesus over to them. On the first day of the festival of unleavened bread, the day the lambs for the Passover meal were killed, Jesus' disciples asked him, where do you want us to go and get the Passover meal ready for you? Then Jesus sent two of them with these instructions, go into the city and a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him to the house he enters and say to the owner of the house, the teacher says, where is the room where my disciples and I will eat the Passover meal? Then he will show you to a large upstairs room, fixed up and furnished, where you will get everything ready for us. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, so that's two gospel readings that we've had. So can you remember what happened in the first gospel reading when Jesus was, he rode on a, well, a colt. He um, rode into Jerusalem and what were the people doing when he was, when he rode into Jerusalem? Can you remember what, he, what they were doing? They were waving palms. Yeah, they were cutting them off the trees and putting them in front of him and waving them, weren't they? And what can you remember what they were shouting? Praise Jesus. Praise God, yes, that's right. They were saying that. And putting their hand up to Jesus, listen to his voice. Oh, yeah. They were worshipping him, weren't they? They were really happy that he was there. Murray, did you make something at school the other day? I made a palm tree. Did you? And did you and all of your friends make them? And we were all there and we were waving them around. Oh, fantastic. Just like they did back then. So why do you think the people did that for Jesus? Because they loved him. Yeah, they were really happy that he was there, weren't they? Okay, so do you remember what happened in the second gospel reading? Um, I remember two things. The first is that a woman poured perfume on Jesus' head and some people didn't like that. Mm-hmm. Why do you think she did that? I think maybe because, well, I think it's because she knew how special Jesus was. I think so too. Uh, can you remember what, what was the other thing that you said? You said you remember two things. What was the second thing you remembered? Oh, um, Judas went to the priests to try and get Jesus arrested. That's right, because the priests weren't happy with Jesus, so they needed to work out a way to get him taken away, didn't they? Yeah. Well, what happens in the coming week is Jesus does get taken. He gets taken to the man in charge who is Pontius 
Pilate, but Pilate doesn't really want to see anything happen to Jesus, and he gives the crowds a chance to release him, either release him or or a, or a very bad criminal called Barabbas. But the crowds, they want Jesus to be crucified, and they shout, they're shouting and shouting to, to Pontius Pilate and saying, release Barabbas! Crucify Jesus. Well, how do you think Jesus felt when he heard all of these people shouting to get him crucified? Really, really sad. Um, maybe shocked, sad, hurt, maybe. Mm, I think probably all of those things, yeah. The crowds did get their own way and the priests did get their own way because Jesus was then sent to be crucified. But before that, the soldiers, they put a crown of thorns on Jesus' head and they hit him and they spat at him and they whipped him. How do you think this made Jesus feel? Really, really hurt and painful. Painful probably on the outside and also on the inside as well. And they made Jesus carry his cross, a big heavy wooden cross to the place where they were going to crucify him. And Jesus struggled to carry it because he was so sore and bruised and cut. But the soldiers did it. They got somebody to help Jesus carry the cross and, and that person was called Simon. Simon of Cyrene. But do you know what? Simon was a bit nervous about helping Jesus carry his cross. At first, he didn't really want to do it, but he did do it. He did help a stranger, someone that he didn't know. He didn't know Jesus because he was a visitor. So that was a good thing that he did, wasn't it? But do you think it was easy or do you think it was hard for him? I think, don't think it was hard, yeah, hard for it, actually. Hard for him. And why do you think that? Because he didn't know Jesus. He didn't really know who he was, but maybe he just had a really strong feeling that he was the saviour of the world, maybe. Yeah, maybe he could see that Jesus was special. Maybe he could see that Jesus really did need help. Yeah, but it yeah. might he might have been nervous because it was probably quite a scary thing for him to see, especially if he, you know, has come from a, a different town. He didn't know anybody. Maybe he thought he might get into trouble. Sometimes it is easy to help people when we know exactly what to do to make them happier or to solve their problems but sometimes it can be very difficult as well to help people sometimes other people might laugh at us or think that, some, that someone's not worth helping or maybe we don't know how to help someone did you know CAFOD helps people who are poor all around the world and helps them to change their lives for the better so that they've got a better future future that's free from poverty it's not always easy but listening to the people that they're helping and finding out what will really make a difference to them is a very good start and CAFOD wouldn't be able to help people around the world without our help and support too so how do you think we can help CAFOD we can save our money um I've been saving some money during Lent and we can put it in the cathode envelope. You can pray for them. And we can pray for them, yeah. Good ways that we can support cathode. Well done, Rosa. Well, we all need help sometimes, don't we? So shall we pray together? We pray for world leaders. They may make wise decisions which will help all people. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We pray for people who are poor or facing any kind of difficulty. 
they may find the help and support they need to build a better future. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We pray for our parish, families and friends, that we may always be willing to help those in need, no matter how difficult it might be. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. God of life and light, teach us how to help others and to live our lives in your love. Amen. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today for Cafod's Children's Liturgy on Radio Maria England. We hope you've enjoyed listening and if you'd like to find out more about CAFOD, please check out their website which is cafod.org.uk where you'll find lots of information about the charity, lots of lovely prayers and lots of lovely child-friendly activities for your little ones and in particular this week you might be interested in the Children's Stations of the Cross. So thank you again for tuning in and we hope you join us next week on Radio Maria England. But for now, it's time for us to say goodbye and God bless.